Hello and welcome everyone to the Almost Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Rain Hirsch, and today we're going to be talking about the latest trend that is on everyone's mind and it's blowing up the interwebs. That's right, I'm talking about the circus. Wait. No. That's an old thing. Uh, well, I saw the circus for the first time last weekend, and I thought it was great. So today we're just going just gonna to be talking about uh, some of the most interesting things about the circus and why I think it's relevant to pop culture today, and ultimately why I think we should go to the circus. So um, I went to the circus that was in uh, Chandler, Arizona uh, last weekend, and it's, going, and it's called... Uh, Nino Circus. Hang on. I was going to look this up before I actually started talking. So, um, so I'll look up the name in a second. Um, but, uh, it was the first circus I ever went to. And, you know, the circus is always something that we always, uh, we all know about and we all, uh, think about it's so ingrained in pop culture, yet not many people go to it. And it wasn't like I went out of my way to go see it initially. So, like, my mother had gotten tickets and, like, wanted us all to go because uh, it's very much part of the community. And so I thought, eh, why not? I'll go, I'll see it, and I really went in there uh, not really knowing anything. I didn't. I, I was thinking it was going to be, like, half, like, a fair with... Uh, clowns all around but no it was a it was an actual show and i was actually like quite entertained with it um but going in i was uh, initially skeptical because i was like why is this why is this still a thing because you go to a circus and you see clowns and everything and they're all wearing like really outdated clothes like vaudevillian clothes the stuff that you'd see in an old style nickelodeon in the 1920s or something like that. Like, the clothes and style was always so old. And it really harkens back to uh, the days of yesteryear when it comes to theater and entertainment. You know, cabaret theater. That kind of entertainment that is just uh, right there. That interacts with the audience. And it's really just... That's what it's come out of. Um, but it, it's always like... Why not, like, update the clothing or anything like that? Or why not, you know, um, do anything more like that? Or, you know, try to try to make it more modern. Those were my initial things uh, going in. So, and the circus that I went to, um, it was very much like that. It was very much like what you'd expect from, from a circus, very much like old style uh like showmanship uh, i think there was that movie that nobody saw called the greatest showman that was like the start of the cir- the modern day circus um but like i said nobody saw that movie so we really can't tell if that's actually something that was a part of it um but um i think it's called nino's circus and it was in uh chandler it was at chandler high school and it's going to be in Tucson uh, this weekend through, I think it was today through uh, Sunday. So the 11th through the 12th, no, sorry, the 11th through the 13th. 
And if you're in Tucson and if you're in town and you want to see a circus, you should really go because this was actually a very uh, amazing show. And so I want to talk about a, a little bit of it. We got there about – the show was at 1, and it said, you know, be there at 1. The show starts at 1. And we got there, and all the kind of entertainers were outside the tent. They had set up this big tent in the football field. Um, and already that day was – it was very cold. It was very rainy that day. So it's not a great idea to have like a bunch of people out Side, but we were all kind of standing out there before they started admitting people through for showtime. And then once uh, one o'clock hits, uh, we were all kind of like anxious, uh, anxious to get inside because the floor was soggy. And I was particularly miserable because I had gone to do archery uh, that morning at a park and it was very cold and rainy and muddy there. So I was kind of like already sick of the cold. But then I was already I was forced to stay out there in like my nice shoes and get it all muddy. So I was kind of in a in a little bit of a sour mood. It wasn't so great to start an evening or a, an afternoon with. Uh, but they start letting people through, and the tent is circular, so everyone's sitting on bleachers. And a few people who paid extra got to sit in seats that were right up close. But it's this whole circular area because all the action is going to be in the center of the area. That way everyone can see best. And so we get in there. Now when we sit down, I was very uncomfortable sitting down because they're very hard wood bleachers. Uh, it really hurt my butt. I think I complained about it to my sister and my uh, mother. Um, we were very cramped in. There was a guy behind me who was full man-spreading, and he put his legs, his feet, on the seat where I was sitting because there are no footrests. There were no something that he could put his feet down, so he had to put his feet up like that. And already I just felt like, oh, man, I hope this guy doesn't get an erection because I will know. So, um, and then he offered to switch with his wife at one point who's like pregnant wife is like oh do you want to be closer and uh and if he had done that he would have sat like right behind my sister and i was like oh no don't do that i, I i'll bear this burden so it, it was already like an uncomfortable position and um we were waiting for about a half hour before the show started now, granted, when we were inside the tent and once all the people were in there, it wasn't as cold and damp anymore since, you know, you get a bunch of people, close it off from the wind, you're act it actually starts to warm up a little bit. So, but, you know, we were already sitting there for a half hour before the show actually starts. And when it did, like, the music, me and my sister were right next to the speakers, so it just came on blaring. So it's like, it had all the ingredients of a bad start to a show. Um, but once the actual show started, the, uh, ringleader comes out, he's dressed like a clown, like I said, in very old, tiny clothing. He comes out and he starts introducing himself. I, uh, kind of forget, uh, what he says. And then there's the other clown, Nino, who's kind of the star of the show, hence why it's called, uh, Nino Circus. Um, and... Uh, I, I don't know if it was called that. I'm gonna post. Uh, I'm gonna put the actual name and link for the website in the description of the podcast, so you can actually look it up. Um, and I'm gonna post uh, videos and clips that I saw uh, that I took on Instagram. I'm gonna post little stuff, not not a whole lot, 
because I want people to actually, you know, actually see the circus. But I want you guys to get an idea of what I saw today, and I kind of want this to be a regular thing. Um, but yeah, there's this clown called Nino, uh, who was entertaining the guests uh, out front. So uh, now he's dressed like this Charlie Chaplin uh, looking kind of clown. And uh, but he but it, he's the only clown in the show. Everyone else, um, like, kind of helps support the show. And a majority of the show, like, first they start with uh, the animal stunts. They brought out uh, a horse trainer and uh, her horse and a couple horses and these really big horses. Like, I, I was surprised. These were, like, huge and, like, in a small space with a lot of people, and there wasn't really a barrier, so, uh, and they would, and they had the horse, like, trained to run around the actual tent, or the actual circle where they're all performing, and they would get, like, really close, like, the horse would go head-on to the people, and I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, man, if there's, like, a mistake, like, this could really hurt somebody, um, but no, the horses were very well-trained, uh, very funny, uh, not, not funny, but there's a little humor to it, but, um, it's very interesting and it, it just shows it's very simple. It's a very simple style of entertainment where you see a horse just doing what you'd expect to do, but it's still interesting to watch. And it's still interesting to have this person interacting with a horse and doing these pre-rehearsed, uh, routines. And it, it really shows that it's not boring at all to, go see a trained animal doing something. Um, then they had their little dog show where they brought out a whole bunch of dogs and they had them like jumping through hoops and they had like little like fun stuff going on. They brought out a pony to run with one of the horses. So it was all very animal based at the beginning. And then as the night went on or as the act went on, that's when they started doing a lot of stunts. Now this was really the highlight of the show for me, um, the stunts were amazing. They had, they first had a rope climber who would be climbing the rope and, uh, would be kind of adjusted by a few people and she'd be pulled up and she'd be doing all these like kind of acrobatic things like kind of stretching out. Um, they had that act where, uh, they have the woman who sits on the, circle hula hoop looking thing and she does a bunch of like swinging around like holding herself onto the ring with like just her chin or just the soles of her feet and which is amazing and freaky to watch but you're just like oh my god this is amazing and it kind of goes into another thing because while they're doing that they have every other person who's, like, part of the show, who, like, also does stunts or entertains the guests somehow, they're all helping with the pulley systems. They're all helping uh, – they're all helping each other. And everyone had a moment to shine in the show, which I thought was really cool. Like, they're all helping each other, and then, like, part of the story is, like, now it's my time to come up and do a stunt. Um, and they were really impressive stunts. Like I said, the ring girl, like I said uh, – um, the, the rope girl, they all did these like really amazing acrobatic stunts. Um, they had like a three man strongman 
team who are wearing the who like are these kind of like big beefy looking guys uh who aren't really ripped really they're kind of short stocky they're kind of like um when you look at them they're like oh they're a little like chunky looking um but they would be doing these amazing like strength routines where they're like picking the other up or they'd be bouncing on a trampoline and bouncing onto each other's shoulders uh, which was really interesting, and you could really see the struggle, um, and it made it – it really showed that they were being very realistic, and I really enjoyed that. And they'd be doing like – I think there was this one time when two of the guys like did this kind of thing where the guy basically had to do – like work every ab muscle in his body to kind of lift – to kind of hold one guy. And just like, as I said, looking at these guys, they're very stocky and build, and you wouldn't think, oh man, he, he wouldn't be able to hold that, but he can. Um, so very impressive feats of um, strength and agility, uh, and, and you just wouldn't expect it. And these were all kind of like really young-looking people uh, who were doing these uh, amazing stunts. I'd be surprised – if one of them was over the age of 30 and maybe they are, but uh, it just, um, it just shows like, wow, these are all like really young looking people doing these amazing things. And I just thought it was interesting. Um, there was one point in the show where, uh, this woman comes out and there's this pole and she's going to be doing like, um, that kind of thing at the, like gymnastics tournaments you see where somebody like holds the side of the pole and they prop themselves up to look like a flag, but they're really just holding themselves like that. It, it, they did that kind of stunt, but they had a guy uh, run out after her who was kind of like head over or head in the clouds, like kind of like so attracted to this woman that he's trying to impress her with the stunts too. So they made that a little bit of part of the show. And like, that's always kind of funny. The kind of, fool for love um kind of thing and i bring all this up because it's not like these aren't thing these are all things we're familiar with in pop culture and this is all uh, maybe stunts that you maybe seen before in like movies tv shows maybe on youtube clips or uh at the olympics or um something like that so it's all things that you've kind of know are possible and have been done before but even when you know that, even when you look behind the curtain, it's still amazing to see these stunts. And they make it part of the show. The clown that I mentioned before, Nino, who was the star of the show, um, watching his performances, like he's there to be the fool, to entertain the crowd, um, kind of be like, he's trying to be the star of the show, but you know he can't really do it, and they're all trying to shove him off like he can't do this stuff and it's like you jokingly have sympathy for him it's like oh but but also you understand why he has he, he like the clown is part of the show you understand why there is the fool because not only does it help you engage with the crowd with humor and creates like sympathy and makes and gets you interested in what's going on it also serves a purpose because they're there to entertain the crowd while the next stunt is being prepared and while everyone's getting ready backstage. That's why 
like the clown is there to kind of like keep you distracted, keep you entertained while the next thing is being prepared. And that might seem simple, but it's just like it's something you don't really get until you learn some perspective. And it's like it's still a method that works. Like these are all like kind of things I've seen done better or worse in every corner of pop culture, but it's still entertaining to watch. And it's still a fun evening to go with your family to. Um, one of the highlights and favorites, um, I think, was this uh, uh, swing kind of stunt they did where they had a bunch of four people who were on the swing and they swung themselves using the momentum of their body and all four of them to kind of work together to bring this swing to launch them into this giant net that's only really being supported by two other uh, show people uh, to kind of catch them. And they're just being launched and just doing these like like fun flips into the air and like into the nets. Um, and they finish off the show by doing a big ring of fire and launching one of the guys through it, um, which is still – that was still – I think I uh, heard my sister like was right next to me. She's like, oh, no. And – it's funny because it's like you know that's a thing, but again, it's still it's still amazing to watch, and there's still a danger to it, and there's still a chance for failure. And sometimes they do fail stunts. Um, there were a few times in the act where they actually where some of the guys like uh, failed to complete a stunt, like they kind of fell fell over, and you're just like, ah. Uh, but then they kind of recover, and then they start preparing. And then at that point, they kind of make it part of the show. And then the second time they do it, you're really wanting them to actually get it done. You're, like, wanting them to succeed. And it's it's amazing. Um, so, um Sorry, I was just looking at my computer, just making sure it was still on, so I wasn't just talking into just nothingness, which is 90% of my day. Um, but yeah, it was a very nice time, and I would encourage anybody to actually, you know, the thing that was significant about this circus was that it was its 10th year in Chandler, and they actually told a story at the end of the show how... Um, like a few years ago, like five years ago, they weren't really sure if they'd be able to uh, come back. They weren't uh, sure if – because this is their livelihood and they still like to do this show. And they weren't sure if they were going to be having another show. And they – with the support of a lot of people in the community, especially the theater community, um, which the theater community, especially here in uh, the Phoenix metropolitan area, has like really struggled for years to just stay in business – um, but they, but they've recovered and they've gone like five more years. They celebrated their 10th year coming to Chandler and they're, they're going strong. It was a packed house. It wasn't like a few people were interested. No, a lot of people were interested that night. It was like almost like standing room only. So even though the show started off like for me, just kind of uncomfortable in like the worst possible way, I still had uh, an amazing time. And an amazing time with my family, and I'm so glad I went. And I would encourage anyone else to support, 
like local performances like that. If you know a circus is in town, you know, go see it. I don't think you'll be disappointed because anyone can go see a movie. Anyone can go watch a show. I do that all the time and I decided to talk about it for a living. Um, but when there's a special occasion, when there's a special performance, you know, go out with your family, go out, uh, with a person who's hopefully not afraid of clowns. There's, there's just, there was just one clown there. Um, so they're not all going to kidnap you and steal in their very comically small car. Um, at least I hope not, but, but yeah, that's my, I guess, review of a circus. Um, that was in town. Like I said, I'll put the link for the website in the description and uh, I'll also post a link to my Instagram and I'll show a little few clips that I took, but I won't, uh, I won't show you all the stuff and I won't show you all the really good stuff because, uh, if you're in Tucson this weekend, I'd recommend go seeing the show. And, uh, if you're not in Tucson, but if you're, uh, anywhere else that's going to be hosting a circus, like, go see it. Go see it and either go, like, like, wow, that sucked or wow, that's great. But I think you'll enjoy the experience because uh, you really should support these kind of local performances because otherwise just your town is boring without these, like, cool stuff in it. And just, like, your town's boring and just might as well just die. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um but yeah, that's just going to be my review. I don't know how long I've gone, but I don't want to brag on forever about it. But uh, that was my weekend. And uh, so my next episode of my podcast is going to be about uh, kind of convention life or kind of cosplay culture. I'm going to a convention this weekend called Tayocon that's in Mesa. And it's actually one of the most low-key, kind of interesting conventions, like, I've been to in a while. Like, I've been to San Diego Comic-Con, which is insane and huge, and I've been to Phoenix Comic-Con, uh, which is also starting to get pretty crowded and pretty insufferable, like, in the middle of summer, so it's, like, almost impossible to enjoy it. But Tayocon is this, like, little kind of anime convention, which brings out, like, all local vendors and people like that. And whenever I go to it, I've gone to, like, the last kind of couple of years as kind of a joke because um, the group Mega64 was there because they had this, like, god-awful commercial about it. Um, so we kind of went as a joke. But it's actually, like, like, when I go there, like, people are super chill. Like, they're in costumes, sure. Um, but people are just, like, outside having picnics, just hanging out. There's cool vendors they have like cool like kind of little showcases it's just a nice low-key event so if like you like anything pop culture which i've made it my job to like it um i just and if you want to support local vendors see some like cool weird interesting stuff um and see some possibly even weirder panels go see it this weekend i don't think you'll be disappointed it'll be it was today, the 11th, and it's going to be Saturday, Sunday, and uh, Monday, I believe. I'm going to be there tomorrow um, at the time of this recording, but I'm going to be there Saturday, the 12th. And so that's where I'm going to end today's podcast. So as always, kids, take your vitamins, pretend you're hilarious. 
I'm half stealing this from an email video of Strong Bad. Uh, always tip your waitress. Always uh, lock the bedroom closet because there are monsters in it. And always, always listen to my podcast because it's almost awesome. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you.